From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Breaks are too short. I, I can't watch him build Jordan's video again. I never gave you that video. No, no. I remember you uh, got the camera out and we're following him around and doing all that stuff. I've never seen. I saw the aftermath pictures of when uh, my son and you went out and killed that hog. It was really nice and uh, never saw the, the mean, tree stand video or anything else like that. It was that was pretty awesome. That's cool, man. I have that memory. That's yeah, cool. Uh, I'm gonna sh- I'll show it to him today. I know he's never seen it either, so uh, it'll be a a nice little treat for him to see that one. I know that he was uh, as proud as punch to get that thing until I went out and shot one a little bit bigger and kind of ruined his day. Yeah. Sorry, I ruined both uh, my children's day. I, that I, day. I saw him dragging that thing out. Adrenaline is a is a, an amazing thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, he had to drag it out of the woods. I mean, he mm-hmm. he he drug it out to the truck. Bill George is not one of those who baby talks him. He, he's one of those guys that's like, if you're going to go out and kill it, then you're going to know every aspect of what you got to do to get it and get her done. Yeah, you want you want to toughen up your kids? Camp Bill George. <laughs> you send them there, man. <laughs> I just roll Eric over. Yep, yeah, go with Bill or, or George. They're not gonna but, they're not gonna baby you. They're gonna you got to do it. Well, that's Correct. the way you should do it. That's I mean, the way it is. That's if you don't get your, the kids learn by doing, and yep. if you don't get your hands on it, if you're doing everything for them, then they won't, uh, you know, they won't learn. I mean, you know, when you see those little kids and they're reeling in their first bass with their, you know, Zebco 202, I know it's the hardest thing to, as a dad to, to not, you know, go over there and try to grab that rod and then try to reel it in for him and do all that stuff. And you just you got to let him do it, whether he catches it or not. No, nah, no, nah, I would just hand it to Eric, let him do it. Yeah. If he loses well, it, he loses it, whatever. I just let him the, do it. The thing is, and and my buddies have made fun of me for raising my kids tough, you know, learning to hunt on public land, learning to, you know, have to work a lot harder in order to get something than to have something on some of these other leases, but they need to know. You need to know. You need to understand. And, and way too many people are out of touch with what it takes to harvest a game or or anything else, and and then bring it to the table. It's just I, I agree, and I think that um, in this world, I know that uh, there was a particular uh, buccaneer that uh, Steve and I went and hunted with one time, and we went out and actually uh, got some deer and and shot some deer, and uh, he was like, "Man, these are they all this this small?" And we were like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, this is tiny. The first two deer I ever shot were, like, a lot bigger than this one. And we were like, uh, oh, okay. Well, where did you hunt? And he was. Alberta. (laughs) No, he went to that, um, what was that testing place that they used to have up there in Illinois where it was, uh, where they would test all the Tecamani stuff and all that stuff. Oh, oh, okay. uh, it was had a name like you know White Tail Institute or something. it was it was like that, but yeah, it was yeah. it was a name for it like the you know the Bucks of Tecumati the the, the mansions or whatever it was or something, 
And of course, you know, the first day he goes out there, the very first buck he ever shoots in his life is some giant Muy Grande 12-pointer. And then the next day they shoot some Muy Grande giant 10-pointer. Well, dude, when you start there, yeah. you know, everything else is kind of downhill. Everything. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you don't start off uh, life, most people, you know, where you're walking back with, you know, six gray squirrels stuck in your uh, hand-me-down <clears throat> BDU pockets. It's, like, it's and, like that little girl, Mike's daughter, shot, you know, got that 11-6 gator. I mean, you know, to get another one bigger than that, it's going to yeah. be a little tough. you got to raise difficult. the bar. Yep. The, the thing is, you, you know. I wanted my kids to know what it's like to have to work hard and that when you have the opportunity to go hunt someplace that is like a lease or, or something like that where you're not having to uh, play defense as much as offense, you know, trying to trying to avoid the people, that that you really treasure those opportunities when you have that chance. Oh, your kids pay attention because you would shoot the you would have shot that that hog before your son shot it or Belinda. Probably. So that's why they're they're like radars. They're no, looking around. No, that that's my dad. That's my dad. You know, up. I better that's, shoot it before dad does. So you that's, know, that's they learn, that, man. Camp Camp Bill George. That was my dad. My dad would shoot it right out from underneath you. But I gave my kids. The first shot. Once one bullet was sent down range, it's all fair game. Yeah, you took your shot. Now it's me. I take my shot. I can understand that. Uh, now a little bit later on in the show, we uh, we're getting preps in here. We got the well, paper plates. We have the uh, we have the uh, individually wrapped uh, silverware in here. Uh, uh, I see our condiments, our salt and pepper, and that's about it. So uh, a little bit later on, I guess, how are we doing on the uh, sous vide of the well, alligator it's, it's, and uh, it's, rice it's, coming? It's pretty good. We'll do the deer here real quick. What and, temperature uh, are we at on the uh, alligator and the uh, yellow rice? As well, I now? turned around. I, I, it was, it's been what? at 131 for a while. I pumped it up to 134 just for a little bit here. And uh, it's it's been in there. We're good with that. Yeah, it's probably been in there almost an hour. Yeah, so, so we're good with that. Uh, and it, it was pre-cooked before it even started there. So yeah. So uh, on I'm, on I'm, this one, what do we want to what do we want to do on this one? I don't know. I'm giving you two sets of utensils. One is black and one is white, <laughs> so you can figure out what what color you want to use do, on that do, ugliness right there. <laughs> do you, do you, okay. the, the, the black utensil may hide some of the color as opposed to the white. Yeah, let's, well, take, the, I, I, yeah, let's take the black away. <laughs> there it is. You got white, bro. I think I'm going to uh, do it the easy way, and then uh, once the jar is opened, and then uh, we just scoop some of the meat out, put it on the plate, and give it a little, yeah. little salt and you pepper, and move then we'll your, give it a move shot. Move the computer. Move all that stuff closer to you, please. Thank you. Why? Because I'm in the middle. So? I, I don't the wind's want that. blowing this way. You'll, it's want, blowing into my face. You'll be I fine. I don't want that next to me, man, when you, you open it. Yep. Yeah, you'll your be, plate you'll is be okay. right here next to me. Well, your plate is right there in front of you. Yeah, where it should be. This one should be in front of you. Look. I have a computer. computer. For, you, you can't go. put this on top of a $1,000 beats. What well, are you nuts? Well, you crazy well, stuff? Move your computer over to the corner. What all right. Uh, all right, we're going to get into that a little, <clears throat> a little bit later on, that's now, for sure. As soon as we come back from the next break, that way we get, we boom, done. Well, look, Diego has his uh, Heinz yellow mustard right there. <laughs> look, I, I could see it like a beacon. Like, like, like a beacon over there. He, he wants to mask it as good as he can. Uh, that'll, that'll actually hey, uh, ruin the hey, taste of anything that you're going to put on it. You, you want to know one of the funniest things? As much trash talk as... 
Carlos is done. He took a plate. Yes, yeah. well, he's... He well, took a plate. Yeah, but that, that's when you said the sous vide, you know, gator and rice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try that, man. Yeah, the gator and rice, I think, is what he's prepping for. I don't think he's prepping for the... See? There's Red no, River. There's no, yeah, there's no word for it. Red River, well, Mississippi I, I mud. Get, uh, looks like the Flint River in a, in a jar. At, at this really? next break, I'll go yeah. grab the uh, rice, maybe in case you want a little rice with that. Venison. No, I'm gonna give it a straight. I'm yeah. gonna give it the well, straight no, shot. I want to. I want to. I want to do that and pop what, the jar. Yep, and uh, while we'll you're do it at then. it, when you go back out there, bring the defibrillator too. I don't need that. Yeah, you might need it. No, then we're all fine. It's just meat. The only thing that worries me is listen. The I know that it's it. The, the top of the t- mason jar is actually you know it's in. It's been vacuum packed, so I'm not really worried about yeah. uh, you know, the bacterial type whatever is getting but in there and all that stuff. You gotta I guess we'll find that out as soon as we open the jar. You 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 gotta understand this. Carlos has put hand sanitizer on about four or five times since he's been sitting in that hey, chair. I'm being safe, man. I'm being safe. It's in my pocket and I'm being safe, man. You know? Yeah. No, is it, represent. Is it uh, for uh, the C-19 or is it just because you never know what's in this jar may get on you? It's for everything. If that, I don't want that touching me. <laughs> so you open that carefully, okay? I'll try. You know, but those tops, you know, sometimes they fling off of there when you yeah. got to break that seal, that yep. vacuum seal. They kind of. I, I may open uh, it for you. All right, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, I guess we're going to uh, go live on Facebook as well. So uh, if you want to uh, jump on your computer, you Big and la- Wild Facebook you laugh, page. Watch. And uh, we'll go from there and uh, we'll see what goes on with that as Bill George leaves the room to go check on the alligator and yellow rice. When we come back, we are going to reveal and open the jar and try it. Don't be scared. It'll be good. All right. We'll take it faster. We'll be right back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, we are officially live on uh, Facebook right now. If you want to go check it out at uh, Facebook.com, <coughs> Big and Wild, of course. Big and Wild, uh, we're there, and I got the jar, and I uh, got the uh, camera ready to go. So uh, I'll hand the phone off to uh, Carlos and then uh, our, our Bill George. Wait, see, we got the... That's a bad idea to give it to me. We got the uh, the bags of sous vide over there and all that kind of stuff. So, you no, know, I have mine on the real way. There you go. There we go. So, are we going to open this now? Yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, let me get this where you can actually get to hear the vacuum or whatever it is. So, let me get this going. Wait, that, that seemed awful easy. Oh Is it God, supposed that, to be that, that op- easy? That opened easily, man. That's scary. That's, I didn't see that thing pop. I, it's not popped yet. Okay. Bill George says, do you have your pocket knife? And I went, of course I do. I have my he's knife. got like three of them. And he's like, uh, well, you might need it to, to pop this top here. Okay, here we go. All right. Obviously. Oh, there we go. So we have a little bit of fat and... Uh, Goodness, they're floating on the top. Would you like to take a look at that? 
There we go. Uh, that's, onion. that's onion. Okay. Okay, it doesn't smell bad. Okay. It doesn't smell bad at all. No, I smell. smell it. I, no, sm- smell, it. I, I smell it. I smell it. Took a smell. I I smell it. I, I, the minute you I, popped it open, I, I, I smells smell like it. Alpo, but it smells okay. It smells meatish, like Alpo dog food, but it's <laughs> it's okay. Alpo-y texture. I'm giving them a plug, I guess. Uh, so uh, I guess we're gonna just dig in here and. Uh, Where's Diego? Should I go with multiple chunks or should I? You don't need to be in that room. You got it covered, brother. Come on over now, here. Now that this is opened up, I guess we have to uh, get a big chunk, man. I, I'm, dude, I'm trying. The, those forks aren't the greatest uh, scooping materials that you can get out of here. And that that is designed. They cut it up so they can have it ready just to pour over rice and whatnot. Well, Diego's here. He. Brought- Put his mustard. I, I think they want to pour that All liquid right, I got, out. I got, uh, I got put... three chunks here. Okay. So uh, I guess I'll go with the, the biggest one. You're going to go with the smallest whoa. one? Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, whoa, whoa, whoa? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's it? You're not saying you put blessing over that? I think I've been praying over this the whole time I've been here. <laughs> so I, I think that uh, I think everything's all good. That's a good one, <clears throat> man. And uh, probably since yesterday as well. So are we ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to give you a ranking on flavor and then yeah, taste and texture? Yeah, all by itself. All by itself. It's got some salt. It's it a little. Dr- it's um. Uh, it's like if you um. Had uh, beef and spaghetti, but yet it's not two day spaghetti. It's like an uh, hour and a half spaghetti. You know what I mean? That meat texture. All right, here. here it's go. not. Um, here I go. It's not bad. Oh, it smells like Alpo. I don't think it's that bad, dude. Okay, it's not like pudding. <laughs> it's not like pudding. It's actually uh, like a. It's like a regular. Crack open that alligator, man. <laughs> it tastes like meat. It's it's not it's not bad. I I, I would eat it, but it's not it is not my first choice. Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with uh, the same. I, I'm I gonna put this it. in the same category as I would um, <clears throat> beaver. Does Diego? I'm like, uh, oh, what do you think, Diego? I can see it tasting like beaver. I don't know what beaver tastes like, but I know what beaver tastes. Well, I'm just saying that uh, beaver, as in uh, survival food and Porcupine. all that kind of stuff, I'm yeah. I'm all good with. There is kind of a strange. Um, Aftertaste. Has anybody else got the little strangey aftertaste? Yeah, that's why I'm pouring the rice and all that stuff right now. I don't know if it's a gaminess or if it's some sort of spice that's been put in there. I don't know, but what do you what do you think? Have you tried this, Bill George? I would. I well, well, here I got you a I got yeah. you a, a piece. You can try it and see if uh, you give me your uh, give me your chefry. Uh, see if I can redeem myself. Chefry uh, talk and what does it taste like to you? It's not bad. I like it's not it. Not bad at all. No, but it has an aftertaste. No, I mean there, you can obviously tell. You can taste that it's venison for sure, and uh, it has a beefy texture. That's kind of like, like I said, if you had cooked your spaghetti sauce and you had chunks of beef in it, like stew beef or something. It's not like two days worth of cooking. It's like an hour and a half's worth of cooking. It's well, just soft enough, but yet firm enough. You know what I'm saying? It tastes like a wet beef jerky. Kind of sort that's of. That's actually, right? that's a pretty right? good one. That's a good one, right? So if I put a little more salt on it, it'll taste more beef jerky-ish? I don't know, but here comes the rice, brother. 
<laughs> well, that right there, you know you're going to do. Yeah, I'm doing that's nothing. easy stuff. Oh, that's okay. You didn't think I was going to eat that slop, and I did, right? Wow, so. this got a lot darker now that you've cooked it in Where's there. The other tongs, Bill? This is the alligator. Bring? This is the uh, alligator oh. here that Bill George has sous vide, and uh, it smells quite quite good, and go. it looks delicious. I haven't had a chance of that yet. I'm still working on this finishing. I think I like it. Oh, look at Did that. Did you have to put any mustard on there on yours? Uh, no, they would be perfect with mustard. Nah, man, you don't want to like ruin mustard. it. I like mustard, but right, why here. would I want to ruin Make it with mustard? Show. There's uh, your special stuff right here. Well, Are you going to try that, too? Hey, don't touch that. That's mine. I'm mixing it with you some venison your, to see what happens. plate right there. Wow, dude. That alligator turned out awesome. Oh, Wow. That's and it's nice got the right amount of it, spice in there and everything else. You did it, a good job on that, bro. And yeah, the thing man. is, those are alligator legs, which a lot of people don't typically see as the most favorable part of the alligator. Those are the legs cooked straight up. Yeah, wow, good. that's good. That is really good, yeah. Bill George. Well, I'm, 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 I'm actually, I'm actually liking the venison. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's still a McDonald's burrito. <laughs> <in there too>. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of scooped around that. Well, if you. Uh, I'm going to have to say that it doesn't look as uh, appetizing as it actually is. But I mean, you, but, but you can eat it. And, and, and if you were in a hurricane and you had uh, no power and you needed something to eat. Now, as for drinking the liquid, I don't think I need to do that because this <laughs> has basically been in the same liquid. So it's got the same taste to it. Sure. So I don't need to indulge in drinking the muddy, whatever you want to call that, brine or whatever. But. Yeah, I will. I will nice say that. Put it. I will say that uh, there's one thing that is missing on this that I really could use, and that is either black pepper or a little dash of the, of hot sauce. Yep. Uh, but yeah. other than that, I, I'm I'm quite uh, I'm quite. Could happy you imagine with. that with a little bit of uh, noodles and a little bit of gravy going over? Sure. The noodles? Oh, absolutely. And and if you actually uh, put it into like a spaghetti sauce or a chili or. Uh, even a little lasagna or something like that. Uh, it would be. I think it would be quite good. I think sure. it's. I think it turned out pretty good. Now, this your neighbors who did this. Obviously, they've been doing it for a while. Quite a while. Yeah, salt and pepper make that much better. They made that much much better. Well, uh, next time you speak to them, tell them that uh, we give it a thumbs up down here uh, south of the Mason Dixon line. Yeah, even yeah. Carlos does. <laughs> in a survival mode, but otherwise I'm not ordering it at the restaurant. No, it, it, seriously, I mean, it, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Carlos has met Gary. You're being awful stingy with uh, Bill George's alligator there. I mean, uh, we got a growing boy here. You got to feed the guy. Hey, man, I'm not done. Stick your hands in there. There's the tongs. Just touching. use the tongs. No, that's good, man. <laughs> Patience. Do you need a... Do you need a I got a fork right here, left. Right here, we got, oh, you got some over there. You got your own. I got a spoon and a knife. So, oh well, it was nice seeing you. Bye. You want your mustard? All right, Diego. You didn't even. <laughs> he need won't it. need any mustard for that. No, he, you will not. That is absolutely good, Bill that, George. You did a good job. That's on that. a spice pattern he's quite familiar with, probably. Being able to do that with a souve machine that you bought is worth the money that you spent on a souve machine. Oh my gosh. So, it, 70 bucks under 100 bucks cooking device that really puts away into nothing when I travel up to Pennsylvania, it's going with me. Oh, that's good, man. That is, uh, that, I, that gator is probably some of the most tender, delicious alligator that I've ever had. I think I'm going to buy Seriously. one of those things. Yeah. 
I mean, it. Uh, on Black Friday. When they say melt in your mouth, when you start biting on that, it literally starts to disappear. You know how it's they say like, it's chewy? It's not chewy. I was going to say, it's not like, you know, some alligator you get that seems to get bigger as you chew it. You know, you kind of put hand sanitizer on your hands again. Yes, he did yeah, before he did it, before he ate. <laughs> well, that right there, you don't have to nong, 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 nong. That right there, man, it's, it's good. So what do you think of the rice there, Carlos? Like chicken. What do you think of the uh, rice there? It's is, good. Is it good? No, yeah, man. Is that your brand? No. Uh, <laughs> but he cooks good, man. Remember the so, panfish challenge? So oh, that is cooked, he, he put on a spread. The rice. Oh, look so. at that. Very nice, Susie. All righty. Like well, I liked it. I, I did. I give it a thumbs up. And, I, uh, of course, my recipe would be a lot different than this recipe. So would uh, mine. Mine would be a little more uh, spicier and probably have a lot more... Uh, Floating peppercorns and other. Smell uh, the garlic. I did smell it when you cracked it open. Yeah, and uh, you, you, there would be some other, uh, probably other spices put in there besides just what they did. But when you pick up a roadkill, you'll be able to try it. Doing it, (laughs) sure. Now, now Bill's going to tell us that this wasn't gator; it's armadillo. I don't care; it's delicious armadillo. But listen, uh, it's a good job. I tell people exactly what it is, so. Did you try your own alligator, or you just been filming I'm, the whole time? I'm gonna wrap up this Facebook, and uh, oh, okay. I'll get I'll get me a little something. All right, All well right. then, make sure you push the send part on it. Otherwise, people will be like, well, "You didn't put it up. You didn't upload it. It's not gonna be there." Okay, so huh? we got it. Do you know what you're doing? I'm no, sitting here trying no. to. Uh, I don't think he does, but no, no. Well, now I can see why they can stuff. It doesn't look good, but. It no. tasted okay. It but, works. But the thing is, it it sits there on a shelf, when no I s- refrigeration <laughs> needed. Just and and then later on, in the event of a hurricane or anything else, they can. I mean, up there they get tornadoes, winter storms. Sure, you can lose power up there for for days on end. What I'm glad to see is one, it doesn't taste like tarsal gland. Yeah, <laughs> which sometimes it does. And yeah. number two, what I'm also happy is that it's not livery. It's not overly, you know what I mean. Some people when they do a uh, uh, a light cook on a venison or something, it has that kind of livery aftertaste. You know what I mean? That kind of chalky well, they, th- livery can, aftertaste. When you can that, that is not. I wouldn't say that's not a light cook. You're basically putting it in a pressure canner for about. 45, 50 minutes with 15 pounds of pressure, basically 14, 15 pounds of pressure. No, it's cooked. I mean, I'm still digging in, so uh, I'm, I'm digging it. I don't think it's that bad at all. I really don't. It, I looks, mean, it looks bad in the jar. When I saw it on the plate, that little chunk I ate wasn't so bad. No, it, <laughs> it, it was... It wasn't like pudding, though. It wasn't, you know, buttery or. Well, you know, uh, I think it's like anything else when you're a kid and you don't and you don't know what it is. You never tasted it before. What you paint in your own mind makes it a thousand times worse than it actually is. And that's the presentation, and and that's what I will say. It's not very very, appetizing looking. When you very first start talking about it, 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 that I know what a jar that looks like, and so I just like you got to see your face when you do open it. You know. I, I the smell didn't kill me. I didn't. I don't. And the taste obviously doesn't bother me. I'm on my second, third scoop. Carlos is going back for seconds on the rice and no, gator. That, that's for you, man. Oh, and then uh, so I, I I give it a thumbs up. I think it's all good. 
We'll just have to see you. Uh, at least it's not nutmeggy or something else. I thought that maybe, you know, that Pennsylvania Dutch Amishy thing might all sit. You like opening up a can of Christmas. <laughs> nice to know. And it's not sweet or nasty or anything no. like that. All right. Well, that was interesting, and that's called Ho- life. Hope you guys liked it. It was awesome. It was delicious, and I, I recommend it. So uh, it's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're taking a real quick break, you guys. Stay right there. We'll be right back. All right. My second plate of uh, sous vide alligator and uh, yellow rice. Carlos, I don't even know I lost count after the third plate. No, I only had one, man, but I, I did try. The one, my, you I, had two at least. No, no, I made one for Diego, and I made yours, and I made Bill's. And, uh, yeah, it's and uh, delicious. And during the break, uh, Carlos and I were sitting here talking, and I said, I, I'm honestly telling you this is the... This is the tenderest alligator I think I've ever eaten in my entire life. Oh, I've never eaten it tender, more tender than that. That it doesn't even it's not even like alligator. Now, if anybody missed it during the last hour when you were when we talked to uh my brother Bart about this, um you cooked it for what? 3 hours or so um prior to bringing yeah, it yeah, over three, today? Yeah, 3 hours then he shredded it up. Right. With his hand, because mm-hmm. that's how tender it is from, from that souve machine. And then he did another 45 minutes cooking yeah. it. So it's perfect. Here, when you brought it back over here to the radio station. No, I did 45 minutes there once I shredded it up and I let it. I like, you know, it's it's one of those things with the Spanish. I I like it to sit in all that juice of all that. Yeah. Sure. Yep. And then when you got it here, we had it running on the sous vide machine for about an hour. And it was so more to, to warm it, it up, get it warmed back up yeah. through and through. Yeah. So the listeners know he had it the gators separate in these uh, Ziploc bags that you lock up. He had the rice in one, the the gator in the other, and then you know he had them immersed in water, which it's one of these metal tubs that you get like at uh, Staples or something. Plastic. I mean plastic. I, I'm I was thinking he'd have a metal pan. I walk in there. It's a plastic tub like you get at Office Depot or no, Staples. That, and, that's and, it, and, it, and it didn't melt. I thought that thing would melt it, but no. And it doesn't got it get to that hot. No, it got it to, to the right temperature to eat it. I just, I'm, I'm amazed. I really am. I'm amazed how the this alligator is not stringy. It's not chewy or, or any. I mean, dude, it's. It, if you gave it, it to it, people, they would not know. They what would that not is. know that they that would is. have no idea. They would think Let it's alone like chicken or something. The dark meat of the alligator. Yeah, it's this the isn't dark even meat, the white meat. Which I never eat the dark meat. This usually. is actually softer than chicken. It is. I mean, uh, this. Uh, I can't even put it into words. The description of of. Uh, <laughs> it is definitely softer than the chicken I ate last night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, so I guess uh, we're, now that we're in the gastro part of the show, I, well, I before we have the break, I will say that uh, for those who maybe have never done it, as, as myself, uh, canning venison, uh, find a recipe, give it a shot, and uh, it turns out pretty darn good. It, I mean, it, it's it's not a bad way to do it. The thing is, there's a lot of ways you could take your stuff. That That venison was just cut up into little cubes. 
put in with a little spices. You don't have to mix anything. You don't have to. You you put it in one of these pressure canners, which is basically like a pressure cooker. Uh huh. And you, you let it go for a certain period of time. If you don't have a lot, um, you know, I'm sure you could turn around if you you wanted to do low volume. You could do them in smaller batches in one of these little electric pressure cookers or something along that line. But uh, Which that already tenderizes it, it, it right? It, it turns around, yes, it tenderizes it, and you just let it cool down and you put it away, and and you can finish it off. Uh, the, oh, so the sous and I'm sorry, Bill, I got a question. So the the meat, let's say they get the venison out, right, and after, and then they cube it. Do they let it cool off before they put it in the canning process? Or no, they... no, no, no. It's put in the jar raw, no cooking. Yeah, this is um, it's cooked in there in the whatever it is that it's mixed up in. Yeah. Oh hell no, really? Yes. Yeah. I thought they, they don't cooked cook it. No, then they put no, it in. no, no, it's no. put in there uh, straight off the right off the hide, man. Put it in there, put it in the jars, and put your stuff in there, and they cook it in the uh, boiling water to seal it and do all that stuff. And it. Where's that hospital at? Well, <laughs> Bay, whatever. Right up, go right up the street here. We'll no, no, no. It. It's cooked at a at you know boiling temperature for for like 50 minutes oh okay and then they let it cool down and then or? you let it cool and the, the the in the cooling process that air that's in the top of the jar you know sucks the lid down and that's why you have that big depression uh, on okay the lid. i understand it's it the now. same way yeah. as canned tuna or any of these other ones that are cooking the can so i'm sorry man cubans don't can anything i we understand eat that you we know. eat it well in a tropical environment it's a little different oh, I understand. You know? no i get it now i get it but but that holds that vacuum and if you get any canned food anywhere you you need to look to see if that can's depressed. If it's not, something's going wrong somewhere in the process. Whether or not you're getting it here or the store. If you go to the store, you buy a can of spaghetti sauce, and it don't spring up when you open the can. Somebody's opened that can. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. it's dented, or there's been a the vacuum's been lost. Yeah. So yeah. it's one of those things. But uh, so on today's show, I will say this that. Uh, I think that I do see a sous vide uh, machine in my future, for Me too. sure. Me too. Um, it, even if you just did it like as Bart was describing when he was on the show uh, last hour, where you put it out there before you leave the house in the morning, you have your steaks marinated in salt, pepper, and butter, uh, sous vide the whole time. That way when you get home, you you fire up the, the heat underneath your cast iron skillet, and you throw it on there five seconds on one side, five seconds on the other side, flip it again, flip it again, throw it on a plate, we're done. And, I mean, it makes cooking dinner a lot more easier. I mean, I'm not going to poo-poo the old, uh, you know, the old crock pot because they have their places oh, no. as well when you're Very making a big so. thing and, and all that stuff. But this is basically if you wanted to do meat, chicken, all those things where, you know, you're in a hurry to kind of do it, you could do it. Uh, before you leave the house in the morning, and then by the time you get home, I mean, what's easier than opening up a Ziploc bag and throwing it in a pan with some olive oil and you're done? Yeah. I mean, uh, you it's were talking about doing the beef tip thing, and I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's. I'm going to have to give that a try, man. That way, You'll you, never burn another meal again. No. You'll never overcook anything. I mean, Because if it's if it's going in the pan at, the, at its maximum temperature for cooking anyway, all you're doing is just browning it or, or charring it, and that's it. And yeah, you pull and, it off and you're done. And the other day I took some alligator, I sous-vide it. It was alligator that was processed at a processor, so it was all ready in chunks to deep fry. But what I did is I turned around 
and I sous vide it, and then I took it out. I I put some spices with it, and once I put the spices with it, I then threw it on the Blackstone griddle, chopped it up, and made it where it was like ready to go on tacos or anything else, and it was tender as can be. I was sitting there, sitting there, sitting there listening to you talk, and I said. Dude, if you could take big chunks of alligator like uh, like that and have it already this tender when you bread it and fry it, it would literally be like melt-in-your-mouth gator fritters. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Uh, big old chunks of alligator like I, that? I was already looking He's up. Already, uh, hey, you spit something sorry, out, man. That's right. Carlos <laughs> is already shopping for a souvenir. Yeah, I'm looking online, What man. kind is the one that you bought? Do it's you know? A, the brand is Instant. That's what I read off the top of it. Is that what you bought, Bill? Instant. I think it's an Instapot one. Yeah. Let me see your uh, thing hopper. How much are they? Ninety six well, bucks for the red one. There you get Amazon the... has that one for like a hundred ninety nine or something. But oh yeah, uh, but you, you Black bucks. Friday, man. You well, get you these can control for thirty bucks on Black Friday. You can control that thing with an app. Not the one I got. No, but the one the that he's one. looking oh, yeah. at yeah, for two hundred bucks. Yeah, the hundred ninety nine one. You... So you could like you control it from your home if you want to <laughs> go crazy and get a smoker. That will turn around and you put raw meat in one side and out comes a you know smoke <laughs> stuff on the other side with yeah. apps and everything. Oh look, Best Buy. Best buy. Look, Best Buy, seventy nine. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm 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 digging into this alligator and red and rice. This they is look really, great and really they got, good. They got, they got one a souvet gun. Look, it, it's it's sh- it's like a gun. Look, <laughs> that's for you, man. Braden gun. Dude, where did you see that? Dude, I, just, I Googled it, man. But this a is sous vide gun. Basic. Do you see that? It's a gun. Looks like a Beretta. <laughs> yeah, with a silencer on it. That's the heating element. <laughs> no way. Yeah, man, that's cool. Well, it I turn like around. Suppressor. I know Mike. Mike gave us the thump. You know, nose up on the sous vide machine. He, he Mike, said, Mike, who? Singleton. Oh. He turned around. He <laughs> said, Oh no, I'm not eating. The worst meal I've ever had was somebody turned around and cooked something in water. Well. He did not have that. No, because he even said that the guy just basically cooked him in the bag and then took him out and then tried to serve it, put him on the grill and burn the crud out of him. Would Jonathan have tried that, you think? Sure, why not? He would have eaten all of it? He, no, I'm talking about the can stuff. You think he would have eaten I don't it? know about that. But the alligator and the yellow rice, I'm sure he would have given that shot. I don't shot. know, Jonathan. If you're listening, let us know if you would have eaten it or not. And don't lie. All right. He's might have he might have had it before. Oh. I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, I've never true. had it. He might have, yeah. A dog can be really big when he's on the other side of a fence. That's, oh. right. that's, that's, that's why. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Don't lie. It could be a Chihuahua. So well, now I got plans for today. I'm going to go home and I'm going to cook a big old uh, pot of spaghetti, and use my newfound uh, Pennsylvania venison and uh, use it in there. Get ready for the cooler temperatures. Yeah, That'll be a perfect wait, timing who, for that. Who said you got to keep that? Well, didn't you bring this for it. me? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can, They want the jar back. Apparently, there yeah, isn't I, demand. I do, need, I do need the jar back, and that's why I was saying. The hell you say? The, the jar. Don't break it. Will you, when you're done, just rinse it out. One thing I found out is they are very depleted on inventory up in Pennsylvania, as far as canning products, you, you know you so, should you should go to Walmart here and just pick I, up a whole case and check George it up. George even them. went out the yeah. other day trying to find some stuff in a couple places, couldn't. But we have found some places. I'm going to turn around, take a truckload of stuff up. 
Truckload? Well, you know what? Uh, they already got people sending people down here for ammunition. Why yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> why uh, not for uh, mason, and that mason jars? That's another topic. Yeah. My, my, I have had a request. They in North Carolina, South Carolina area, cannot get nine millimeter ammunition. Is there nope. still some? Uh, I know a guy. We could probably hook you, you up with some ammo. Guy? Yeah, I know a guy too. Yeah, I can know a guy that might be able. How much do you need? Nine millimeter. I, I got to find out what the price is, and then I'll know how much I need. i tell you what kind of a shortage it is. It's so bad that gun shops are going into gun shops to trade ammunition or to buy and purchase cases so just so they can take it back, break it up, and have something to sell so, in their store. So my, my 7 to 10 boxes of 300 Win Mag? High demand. Just like all my Hornady stuff. Dude. You would not believe how many people come in and they go, I cannot believe how much ammunition and how many guns you guys still have left in here. Our distributors have been godsends, trust me, when it comes to this year. So many people are doing without. Uh, it's it's incredible how nice. how uh, how the market has just been depleted, seriously. Well, we'll you, talk about it when see? we get back. You thought I wasn't going to try it, and I did. You I see? know you did. Yeah, Good you for never, you, boy. You, We're you all never, good at this together. Know. You never know, man. It's nice peer, to know that peer pressure. It's nice to know that no Carlos. Peer pressure. I don't. I don't cave into that. You know, guys know that. It's nice to know that Carlos wouldn't be eating on me if I died and we were in a in a boat together. No, I might. I hear arm is good. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking breaking is a yeah, big wild outdoors barbecue. <laughs> Brought to you by Brandon Ford. We'll stay right here. Everybody, Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for joining us on this uh, Saturday morning. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Going to be even nicer this week. Got a cool front pushing through tomorrow. So uh, starting on around Tuesday, temperatures will be in the low to mid-70s for the rest of the week. Ah, it's going to be awesome. Ah, it's going to be really good. Uh, Bill George and Carlos are in the uh, kitchen cleaning up after our little bit of a feast that we had here in the studio today if you missed it out we uh we facebook lived it so you can go and uh check it out as we tried out the jarred canned uh venison straight down from pennsylvania that uh was kind enough to be volunteered by one of bill george's family members neighbors and i have to say that i'm uh i'm not i'm not opposed to it it's not a bad thing i've never had it before so it was an adventure and of course, Carlos and Bill George both said the same thing. <clears throat> We're gonna have to, you're gonna have to see what your kids are gonna do once they take a look at it, especially once they see the liquid that it's in. If you poured it out, that's one thing, but you know, to have the liquid and then pull it out of the liquid and say, "Here, give it a shot." And I said, uh, "My kids are pretty brave. They'll uh, they'll go for it because they, they will." Yeah. Go, yeah, because we have the same rule in in our house as uh, my brother has in his house, which is. A rule that came down from my father, of course, him being a a uh, a Cajun person, uh, otherwise known as a something ass that likes to uh, eat everything out there. 
the rule in the house was if you kill it, you eat it. That's one thing. But number two is no matter what's in the house, you have to at least try it. Uh, you know, you may not like it and you may not eat it, but you got to at least try it. So you got to have, Dad, what are these? <clears throat> They're garballs. Well, I don't want to eat garballs. You got to at least try it. Mm. And you take a bite of your garballs and you're like, okay, it didn't kill me and it's not so bad. I can eat those. And so, you know, it's a learning process. If your kids aren't uh, introduced to those strange flavors and sensations while they're early, as they get older, I mean, I, I my did. kids are not picky eaters when it comes to, especially meat products. I, I did try um, octopus balls. I could go for that. I mean, I'm all good with that. I was like, really? The that's only two things. That that's only, what that is? The only right, two things I've ever had in my mouth that I did not enjoy and would probably never order again until I did, and it was because there was a bad batch. One was sea urchin that was fresh sea urchin, and at the time it tasted like Clorox to me. It was like I went out and it just didn't taste good. But I tried it again, and it was better the second time, so it wasn't so bad. Mine was uh, sea sponge. And then, that uh, was terrible. The other one In was Las Vegas. Was the uh, sea cucumbers? That's what it. That's not what gonna, it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Sea cucumber. Oh, it was not, terrible. Not doing that. The abalone was good. Yeah, I'm good. The sea cucumber. Negative. Yeah. I mean, I put everything on it, all the hot sauce, everything they had to see if the but second one was better, and it no, wasn't. I'm done with that. you got to be a Frenchman to eat the, that. There I don't was know. A, it was a number of years ago, but they had to put in, they put restrictions on how many sea cucumbers you can get because people were actually going out there and starting to harvest them, and they had no clue on what was really happening so they they put some restrictions on how many sea cucumbers you can actually go get yeah well that somebody's eating them i guess because i ain't i'm i'm just, just not just a like fan. you ever but, seen those things the gooey ducks gooey duck that's a clam the way they cut them up and they cook it uh i would i would eat that yeah, I but don't that, have a problem with they're that. funny looking though man they are funny looking but there's a lot of funny looking things that end up in a plate bro yeah, I, know, I know i know i mean that's right off the bat that used to be an old joke said who's the bravest man in the history of the world first guy that tried milk I first guy that eat an oyster mm. i mean you know crack open a rock and it's full of great snot and you go yeah, we'll give that a shot <laughs> That's pretty hungry. good. I'll eat or, another or, one. Or, or an egg. First person or an egg. An egg. Yeah. Exactly. I if mean, you're hungry, you will eat. Of course you will. Oh, I know. Crickets, I know. bugs, scorpions, look, whatever look, you got to squ- get. Man, squirrel, but... squirrel is not my favorite thing. It's the last thing, you know, oh, probably no, no. Uh, what are you I'm, game, about? I'm game that I would eat. Uh, that would be one of the last ones I would pick to say, oh, let me eat this. All right, if that. that's one of the last ones, what's your second to the last one? I'm curious. Second to last? Yeah. Maybe... Um, well, it would it wouldn't be second to last. It would be last, like raccoon or armadillo or which something is like that. absolutely fabulous when it's done right. Or coyote, something Listen. like that. Never had coyote, but I would be willing I, to try it. I, I, I saw don't care. The meat eater guy, Stephen Rennell and his buddy, they barbecued one. They ate it. They said it tasted like barbecue, but I don't know. There you go. Why not? Does well, anybody can wild hog, Phil? I know they do why elk not? and they do bear and they do. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's that's kind of scary. If you did wild hog, don't you have to, you have to get that up to temperature, bro? It is up to temperature, but it, will it go up to that high? I mean, you're talking yes. about 165 or yes. somewhere around I'm, there. I'm it's hoping steamed. somebody calls in that you know, or, or maybe next week that did can some hog. I'd like Listen, to know about that. Look up the temperature. What is the temperature of water when it goes to steam? Uh, Two hundred and something. Okay, now so. you're under pressure, so it'll go e- go even higher. 
Well, that's true. I mean, they run nuclear engines. Okay, so 200 and some degrees. That kills everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could take stagnant water, boil it, and then drink it. I guess you could probably do it on anything, but I don't understand why you don't like squirrel. What is it about squirrel that you do not it, like? It's is just, it the fact that there's not enough meat on it? No, or it's just, I, I had it before, you know, with my you buddy had, JD in the management area. We shot a few squirrels. And, and said, how was eat it, it prepared? We barbecued it. It wasn't when bad, you say but barbecue, I don't go out of my way to, you You know, didn't barbecue it. You grilled it. Yeah, we grilled it out there. Okay. okay. You turn around, you take that same thing. And you put it in a crock pot with a little bit of seasoning, and you... I'm sure. I take that Puerto Rican pig powder seasoning, I put it, coat it, put it in that crock pot, and it'll come out as tender as that alligator. I'm sure, but it's just, I would prefer to eat a deer before I ate a a squirrel. What's the, um, what's the uh, Cuban spice that's the kind of reddish-orange one that comes in the little packets? Not a dobo. Bihol. What? Behold? I, I don't know. I'm asking you, and that doesn't sound right. It's in the or it's kind of orangey uh, red. Yeah. You can put it in soups or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's we, uh, we sell a brand. It's called Behold. B i j o l. But what's it really called? It's called. There's a name for that. There's there's two different ones. There's a yellow one, and then there's the uh, reddish one. Do you know, I, I, Diego? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I feel I like you're talking song, about turmeric or cumin. No, 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 not cumin. It's brown, but uh, yeah. it's kind of greenish brown. But it's the, in the little packets. You can get it. Carl Snodgrass, who used to work here, made a blend with that stuff, mm. uh, some black pepper, some garlic powder, and uh, a little onion powder, mixed it all together, made a dry rub out of it, split these squirrels open, Rubbed it all over and put them on the grill, man. Oh my gosh, they were the greatest tasting squirrels I've ever eaten in my life. Better than your squirrels and rice Dude, and stuff like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know what? You can eat them like ear corns. You know, you, you splayed them out like you know you oh, got so the four he, legs. So he actually just yeah. kept them all together instead of split, quartering them. And then yeah, he split, split them. right up the rib cage, yeah. flattened them out, and uh, you know like, rubbed them and put like them on the do, grill like we do the hogs. When yes. We, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Hey, oh my gosh, hey, it was we unbelievably it. it wasn't bad, but it's just no. not my first choice. No. You don't and like rabbit? Rabbit's around the same, it just has more meat. I had rabbit before and it wasn't done right and it wasn't good you for me. You can dry it out extremely it, fast. It, it wasn't good for me, man. Same, I don't know. same thing with um like lamb and stuff like that. Now I have had it where another guy made it, a Cuban guy I know, and it was absolutely delicious. It's always the first thing to go. Yeah, but lamb. he knows how he knows how to make it. Lamb. Oh, here it is, Gino, my boy. See, it's the saison goya, that one there. Oh, saison, yeah. What? What? I, I, didn't you know that? Well, I said I said adobo. I didn't know you meant saison, but uh, you know, it's in the little packets right there. That's yeah, it, right oh, there. Okay, okay. Thanks, Gene. I appreciate it. Now, wait well, a minute. Is this the yellow one or is this the? Uh, we have the. There's same. two different ones. There's this one, and then there's uh, there's one that's uh, that you use for yellow rice and all that other stuff. Saffron. No, it's it's a different one of these. Type things. It's in little packets like yeah, that. I can't, I can't say that word. <laughs> what word? It's the competition. I can't. Oh, thanks. You can't say saison. It's the same thing. Saison, isn't it? yeah, or, or adobo. You know, yeah. everybody knows those. Well, that's what it is. This is coriander and and uh, toto, whatever that is. A n n a t t o. Yeah, be careful how you say that. And a toto? No, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> right there. I just told you. And a toto. And chote. Okay. Yeah, that's what it says. A N A T T O. Yeah, Chote. That's exactly how it's pronounced, I'm sure. 
whatever. People just buy it. They just get their little packet. This is the orange one, on. he says. This is the orange one here, this saison, and then the other one is uh, Look up saffron. Both That's the yellow one, but I don't think that it is. Okay. Anyway, and they make a pork one, too, and they make another one that you can use in soups and all that other stuff. But anyway, that was a, one of the bases of the rubs. Hey. When it came to, when it came to squirrel and it was unbelievably delicious, perfect, so easy. This is the one that I was showing you. Oh gosh, here we go. Turn into cooking now. Well, oh sorry, it went to a different. <laughs> it went to the Walmart. Site. They're not helping me at all. While while they're looking for I don't stuff, know. I don't know what that is. If it's y'all a if y'all want to comment on the upcoming rule change proposals for uh, hunting and fishing here. Or hunting. Anato. If you go out to myfwc.com, click on hunting at the top in the banners. You would think they put it in a link down below also, but in That'd the banners, nice. there's a, a link to go comment on the current rule change proposals. All right. That'll be a good thing. Do that today. Do it now. I'm going to be cooking food, so I'm all good. See you next Saturday. Enjoy your great week. It's coming up. See you next Saturday. Bye, Carl.